0: You want to get as much traction as possible So first thing of course is to blast to your own uh, specific lists Second thing is to get audiences who are looking at your presentation to share it for you
1: Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place Welcome to Growth Everywhere This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs They'll share everything from their biggest struggle To the exact strategies they use on a daily basis So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. Before we jump into today's interview, if you guys could leave a review and a rating and also subscribe as well, that would be a huge help to the podcast. So if you actually enjoy the content and you'd like to hear more of it, please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Today we have Eugene Cheng, who's the co-founder and creative lead of High Spark, formerly Slide Comet, which is a strategic presentation consultancy serving Fortune 500 companies like Panasonic, Dentsu, and Nike. He's also a self-confessed presentation obsessive, and he relishes in building compelling visual content for his agency's channel and his personal channel on SlideShare. And is also a keynote author, which means he's top one percent. Slideshare. So that was a mouthful from me. But Eugene, how are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm in calling from Singapore, so it's slightly early here.
0: Just put an all nighter, so I'm slightly tired. But you know, I'm very excited to be speaking to
1: you, Eric. Yeah, happy for you to be here. You know, we'll roll through this quickly so we can get back to your day. So <laughs> why don't you just tell us your story?
0: Okay. So I think um I really stumbled on the Slideshare more as a place to kind of showcase my work. So I started out when I was in school. So I was building presentation and I was thinking, how am I going to get in front of an audience to kind of showcase what I can do, right? So I uploaded something to SlideShare one day. And the next day, my stuff ended up on the front page. I got more than 100,000 views for one of my SlideShares, the very first one that I put up, which was called, I think, uh, How to Be a Presentation Jedi. And I started getting emails from all over the world, right? People trying to get me to do their presentation. And I started getting calls locally. And there was this company that called, it was a large ad agency and they called and I was like, hi, who's this? And he says, hi, is this Eugene? Can you come in tomorrow? And my reply was, how do you get my number, right? So I think SlideShare really helped to get me a lot of visibility, more than I even could handle it at the time, you know. And uh, it's still a very powerful medium today that many people are not
1: utilizing, which I feel. Okay, so let's go back to that particular uh, slideshare presentation. So you said you got over 100,000 views on it, is that correct? Yes. Okay, and how many, approximately, how many leads do you think you got from that? Wow, oh, if I have to think
0: back, it was kind of quite a few years back. Uh, but I would have to say probably 10 or 20 at a time.
1: Yeah. 10 or 20, okay, and how long did you spend on doing that deck, do you remember?
0: Okay, that very first deck took me a while because I haven't done a slideshare before. So i I remember I, I think I took over a month to do it, so that was kind of my first deck, but now i like I recently just put up a deck, which I finished in two hours. I recorded the whole process, and it ended up on the front page again. So you know it doesn't really have to take a month for you to prepare, but uh you'll need to have to understand the nuances and how to use it, yeah,
1: okay. Great. Well, I think that's a good return on investment. The thing is, you know, you're able to put in a couple of hours of time and you're able to get 10 or 20 leads. Even if, you know, one or two of those leads turn out to be good and they convert, you know, it's well worth your time. Does that sound right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, I think um that SlideShare alone, but um we had a SlideShare, I think it was called a really bad PowerPoint. So, it's a uh, it's one that repurposes uh, content from Seth Godin's book, right? So, that one got really really famous, I would say. It got featured on SlideShare's blog as uh, one of the best presentations of 2014. And it's gone to date, I think, more than a million views. And it's still featured on HubSpot, Brian Tracy. Uh, and it's still bringing us, I think, uh, more than 200 to 300 subscribers a month.
1: Wow. Okay. And how did you go about promoting that piece of content? I think
0: early on, uh, simply because the content was based off Seth Golden's book, right? So obviously, we reached out to him straight away after we published it. I'm not sure if he shared it, but uh, you know, we had to do a lot of outreach on our end. Behind the scenes, right? So, one is uh, obviously getting people to promote it based on our own current lists. So, we already have uh, an email list which we blast out the slideshare to. Another thing is to try to get guest posts on blogs where we can embed the presentation. And once we do that, we can always change it. Whenever you want to, right? Because you can re-upload your presentation on SlideShare and it dynamically gets updated on every single platform that it's already embedded on. So yeah, I think the first few parts was, uh, one to try to get on the front page. And once it got on the front page, uh, it was really about getting it more traction as, uh, we went along. Because, uh, once your front page feature expires, uh, you
1: won't get as many views. Yeah. Wow, I mean, two to three hundred emails from that, and it just—it's just a gift that 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 keeps on giving. So let's go into you know a little more of you know what you did in terms of promotion. I mean, what was your process for it? Let's just start with that.
0: Okay, first thing is to think about what you want to happen, right? So I think with every slideshow that you make, you can't leave it a chance, right? So in in any case, it's always an objective. It's either one, you want to drive more leads; two, you want to drive them to another page; or three, you you just want to build your brand. Which I think. Kind of comes part and parcel with whatever you're doing anyway. So, for example, for the SlideShare deck, uh, in the for the Seth Golden one, the real uh, the intention was to kind of collect leads, right? So, a lot of the call to actions within the deck, because in SlideShare you can create links, right, was to collect emails. So, we created three different uh, resources that we could. Uh, kind of act as lead magnets to trade for their email. So we kind of littered these links all over the SlideShare. And at the back, there was a link to kind of sharing the, share the presentation, to download the presentation, because a lot of people love how the deck looked, right? So with this pay with a tweet button, they could click on it and they could go to this page where they could download the presentation only after they shared it, right? So in initial stages of uh, kind of putting your presentation online, you want to get as much traction as possible. So first thing, of course, is to blast to your own uh, specific lists. Second thing is to get audiences who are looking at your presentation to share it for you, which, you know, that's where the virality kind of comes in. And you have to incentivize them in that way. So if, in our case, we don't want to waste any time building anything else. So we just converted the deck into a PDF, put it up in a download link, and use Pay a Tweet to kind of drive that traction for, for ourselves. So that was the very first step. I think the second step was... Uh, to kind of do a lot of outreach, one to people who we mentioned in the deck. So maybe if your deck kind of mentions uh, influencers who have a very wide audience that you can piggyback on, it works almost the same with guest posts, right? So if you get mentions from them, definitely they'll be sending a lot of traffic your way. Either that or you can guest post on different blogs. So what I've done is I've been able to guest post on blogs like Creative Market, boost blog traffic, and you know a few of all these blogs have a really wide audience, which I personally don't have, or I didn't have at the time. So all I had to do was, you know, embed the presentation there. And with their existing traffic, their existing um, viewership, we can really piggyback on the views and eventually send some of those audiences and those traffic our way. So in the end, we get views and we get to collect more emails as well.
1: Right. Okay. Now, how do people go about making a nice slideshare presentation or any presentation for that matter? Because they don't have the skills that you have. You know, what would you recommend? Okay. I think people start off by going to
0: PowerPoint which is really the wrong thing to do. So I created a course, an online course, just to teach people how to do that. So I'm going to just give you an idea of uh, what was taught in in it, right? So I think the first thing, of course, is to start with the story, which I think you don't even have to go into PowerPoint to do, simply because you're wasting much time on it, right? So you want to do it fast and you want to do it quality at the same time, which is two very different things. And some people feel like it's mutually exclusive, yeah? So you start on the SlideShare by writing exactly uh, the story flow that you want. And for some people, if they don't want to waste time, and if you you have a blog and all that, you might want to repurpose blog posts that you already have, but you have to make it be able to stand on its own. You have to make it uh, relevant to the platform that you're going on, which is SlideShare, right? It has to be visual, and it has to be brief. And it has to be skimmable at the same time. So once you do that, then you jump into your presentation. So what I found to really work is to keep one message per slide, so that's uh I guess something that a lot of people haven't mastered yet because they tend to put a lot of words on it, right? So keep each of your slides very brief. Select an accompanying visual to rec- to kind of be an accompaniment to each of the slides. So with that, then you work on the color and eventually you work on the layout. So it's very difficult for me to kind of explain the layout bit online here, but I have a lot of relevant articles which I think you can feature in the blog post later on after yeah, sure. call Yeah. So I think, yeah. So I just want to repeat. To summarise, right? Do you want to start um, with the story? Second thing is then you focus on maybe the colors and the typography. So you pick one color background and you stick with it throughout. You pick visuals for each of the presentation, decks and slides. So I think uh, selecting icons is a very versatile way to make your slides very visual if you don't want to go and go finding images and all that. Because icons can mean a lot of things, right? So once you do that, and then the last part is really about laying it out in in a way that it's not too complicated. So I'll probably include some links to show you guys how to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll drop all these notes in the show notes on growth everywhere. So, you know, you talked about the, the Seth Godin one that you did that got, you know, approximately 1 million views on SlideShares. Now, you know, the overall so far, I, I think you've gotten, uh, is it close to 2 million or what's the number?
0: Okay, I have one personal channel and one agency channel. The agency channel has about 2 million views. Personal channel has about 1 million plus. So I think collectively there's 3 million plus, but, but okay, you know, whichever works.
1: So let's talk about the agency one. I, I mean, is that the one where the purple cow one? Yes. So how did you get the, my question would be, you got the 1 million there. How did you get the next million? You know, how did that build up?
0: Okay. I think the rest was uh, kind of a a combined view count of the rest of the presentations. So I think we have about 12 other presentations on that platform, which we've built over the past year or so, past couple of years, actually. Right. So I think uh, SlideShare is not kind of a one hit one kill kind of thing you know you can't get the results just by putting out one or two slideshairs you have to keep going at it consistently putting out great content so that you can build a following you can build a list and eventually if you create content that's relevant to the time or relevant to the audience and they find it really good right But I think uh, a distinction here is that you're not only playing to the taste of the audiences, right? You're also playing to the taste of these slideshare editors because I think they have the power, one, to put you on the front page, two, to give you features that can get you plenty of viewership, like the ones uh, for the best slideshairs of 2014, the best slideshows of 2015, right? So I think we did a slideshare for a client as well. The client is called Rocket Ship. So the slideshare that we first put up for them, I think it got about 10,000 views and they were pretty happy with that, right? So once... We reached out to the SlideShare team a couple of times. We got on their blogs. And uh, eventually, it got best SlideShare of the, of 2015, right? So after they got there, it got about 300,000 views more. So it's, it's now, I think, sitting around 400,000 views. And they got into so many leads from me. I didn't ask how many, but uh, I just know that it's a pretty substantial amount.
1: Do you have a rough range? The number of leads.
0: I'm not... Because they're an agency, right? So I think they're going B2B. Might not be as simple to get leads. But I'm sure it's at least more than 30 or 40 leads.
1: More than 30 or 40. Okay, and how much money was spent on that Uh, on that presentation?
0: Well, they paid us, I think... That was our first commercial lecture. So I think they paid us around 3000 ish So, you know, we would probably charge more money now. But in hindsight, we should
1: have. Okay, got it. Okay, so you would charge more money now. What would you charge for that presentation today? Well... Probably upwards of five thousand and six thousand. Five thousand, six thousand. Okay, so let's just break it down this way. So you spent, you know, in the beginning, you know, if you're working with a presentation company, you might pay seventy-five dollars per lead, which is, you know, might be really good for your company, might be not, especially if you're B two B. Seventy-five dollars is probably pretty good. Now, you know, if we're talking about today then a company like Eugene's will be charging $150 per lead, which might or might not be good. I'm going to assume that you know these B2B leads are actually pretty damn good at $150 a pop. So it really depends on the business. But uh, I think those are good numbers. So why do you think you know, you've know you been able to kind of tap into slideshare? You've been able to get you know over 3 million views. Why aren't more people doing it well? Well, I think it's like you
0: said. One is they don't have design expertise. So they feel like that's a crutch because they can't uh, build presentations that people want to see even though they have the content, right? Two is I think they feel they don't have time or three, they feel like um, it's just not for them like they are getting on the platform and they're not getting any results, yeah? So I think if they're not B2B, it's going to be slightly difficult, especially if you're selling like Oreos, you know? So let's say if you're selling Oreos, you're probably not going to get on SlideShare unless you have a business angle to it because the audiences are made up of uh, B2B executives, business owners and all that, which are perfect if you're doing B2B, yeah? So I think they have to focus on a topic angle that will be able to help them build authority so that they can write novel content that's going to show that they understand uh, the nuances of different businesses and how they can help them with their services so that's one thing i think coming up with with content is a challenge Uh, number two i think of course the design bit which i think uh one can be learned but it might take a bit of time so i would recommend if you're if you really want to take this seriously you know find a designer on behance or on dribble you know and try to give them the content get into the design slides for you so i i know of a I i have a friend who's based in the u.s his name is ross simmons right so what he he did was uh he spent I think twenty thousand dollars on creating different Slideshare, twenty thousand dollars, right? And the word is that he managed to get all of that back via a few speaking engagements that came from Slideshare and even more right now. And the thing is, with that investment alone, he's still continuing to get leads from those assets that he has already put on SlideShare. So I think it's not, it's not a one-off like, oh, you know, I'm spending this amount of money, I'm going to get this amount of leads because it's going to keep driving traffic, it's going to keep driving leads and it's going to keep building your brand even after, you know, that period is over when you first put it up, yeah?
1: Okay, so you mentioned leveraging, you know, Seth Godin's Purple Cow, you know, his, his book and his brand. What type of content? You've done a lot of different presentations. I mean, is it how-to content that performs well or is it just somebody kind of repurposing a talk? What type of content performs the best?
0: Okay, it's difficult to say what kind of content performs the best because right now we only have an isolated amount of presentations. One well, we've done, like, what, 12?
1: Yeah, I so, think. so far, of the 12.
0: Yeah, I would have to say, you know, the one that repurposed and influences content has done basically the best, right? So I have other friends who are on SlideShare, like Empower presentations, who have done, I think, 40, 50 presentations. And I have uh, Clyde That Rock, who's from Hong Kong, and he's also done uh, influencer content, which I think has worked pretty well. So I think uh, I can't say which one's going to work well for you, at least the people who are listening right now, right? But I would recommend that if you can, you would repurpose either your content or get maybe a roundup interview of uh, you know, a few influencers at a time because one, you don't have an audience right now, right? And you want to start building your own audience from scratch and that's going to be very difficult. So you, what you want to do is you want to find influencers who have uh, maybe lookalike audiences to yourself, people whom you want to target, collect their responses, put it all together in a slideshare deck, and one is going to save you time. Two is it's going to help you a lot when you want to do your promotion, which I think a lot of people overlook, right? They focus and focus on creating the content, but nobody's going to see it if you don't promote it. So you can create your slideshare, you know, do a good job at it, reach out again to these influencers and try to get them to share your content or try to get them to, you know, embed it on their blog so that, you know, instead of you promoting it yourself, you'll have other different people who have audiences promoting it for you. So yeah, I think if you really want to start, try to start with uh, content from influencers that you put together and that you extract certain takeaways from that content.
1: Right. And I think the reasoning behind that is, you know, if it's actually something that's really good, other people are more than happy to share. You know, people in the Internet marketing world call it ego bait. Right. If you show them something that you've done for them and clearly you've you invested, you know, hours and hours of time. Hell, yeah. You know, at least for me, I'm going to share it. Now, I want to give some numbers right now to the audience in terms of uh, numbers around shares, you know, number of users as October 2015. Over 70 million users on Slideshare. So I think that's a huge amount, especially considering that you know it's, it's a B2B audience. Obviously, LinkedIn owns Slideshare now. And I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. So I guess, Eugene, what else do you have planned for uh, Slideshare moving forward?
0: Well, so the company that I told you about earlier, I think they're going to commission us for a retainer, a retainer deal simply because uh, they feel that Slideshare has helped them a lot. So I think, like I said, uh, 30 to 40 was just when they put it up, right? So they might have gone more leads now. And I think they've seen a dramatic uh, difference in the way people perceive their brands simply because of the kind of content they've been, they've been putting out on SlideShare. What do I see coming next for SlideShare? I think, um one, they are obviously moving towards uh, more of an ad female kind of model because um, they have this thing called Leashare where you can actually pay to collect leads on your slideshares, which used to be a free feature in the past. But now I think if you really know how to use the platform, you don't have to pay for it because I think now they are charging about minimum $8 per lead, right? When you could have collected it yourself using your own landing pages or using your own kind of mechanisms. So it doesn't make sense there. And you can get organic traffic if you keep using it right. So for us, I guess we're going to keep using the platform. But the kind of content that we put up is going to have to change a little bit simply because, one, we don't have enough time to put up slideshows all the time. Two is because uh, there are a lot of lookalike content now online. So I think another thing for viewers to know, if you're going to get on SlideShare, you have to make sure you're not putting up a lot of Me Too kind of content. Because SlideShare has so many users, SlideShare has so many uploads, it's very easy to get lost in the sea. You have to decide on one, what you're going to be good at. So let's say if you're going to do digital marketing, for example, right? You don't want to be singing the same song as every other digital marketer that is on SlideShare. You have to give your own... Take on it, so I think a very easy way to do it is to come up with something that's relevant to the news uh, angles that are current right now. So, for example, you know, the uh, like emilin he created this presentation called the NSA, where he kind of redesigned the deck from the very ugly looking deck that NSA put out, and you know that got him 13 media features on uh, places like Mashable, Business Insider, Huffington, Huffington Post, uh, TechCrunch, and a few others. Right, so stuff like that to kind of tap on relevant news angles to create content is one that's very important to kind of make your content relevant to people and make it novel at the same time. Because there are a lot of people who are going to be giving a lot of the same kind of advice. So it's up to you to how you can reframe it and, you know, reinvent the way that you kind of show the content on SlideShare. So I think the medium is very flexible. You can play with links. You can play with uh, the visuals that you use. You can also play with the angle of the content. So it's very similar to how you write blog posts. But then again, it's a bit of a different medium in its own.
1: Right. Yeah, the way I look at it right now, you know, YouTube creating great videos, you have to have, uh, well, you have to have great equipment, uh, good lighting and all that to kind of, you know, stand out. Uh, and that, that's not to say live streaming doesn't work, but you no, know, there's a barrier to entry to having a great video, right? Just like, but there's a lower barrier entry to doing a podcast or doing a blog post, right? And I see SlideShare as a little higher because if you want to stand out, you have to have really good designs and it's hard to put that together. So, but at the same time, I don't think it's as hard as doing it, you know, a really great video. So I think it has, it, you know, it's kind of a happy medium right now. And I think really, you know, it, it's an opportunity. Everybody can just look at you, Eugene, and drive, you know, three million views and you're driving a ton of leads for people. And I, I think that's incredible. So I want to switch gears. You know, just one more question for you before we hop off. Mm-hmm. What's one must read book? you'd recommend to everyone?
0: Wow, one must-read book. I guess if you're on the topic of presentation design or, you know, building presentations from scratch, the very first book that I read when I was in school was uh, a book by Gar Reynolds, who I very deeply admire and, and respect. So it's called Presentation Zen. So in it, it's uh, a lot of tips and uh, instructionals on how you can start creating better presentations. I think once I first looked at the book, I really started creating my presentations differently. And the way that he does it is very apt for the platform of Slideshare. One, because it's very brief. Two, because it's, of course, very visual. Uh, so it's uh, he really emphasizes a lot on using large visuals to kind of capture your audience's attention. And with the text, it gives context, right? So when you're on Slideshare, you have to remember that it's not a blog post, right? It's not any other kind of medium. It's not even a video. It's somewhere in between. And you need to kind of find that sweet spot. And the only way to do it is to understand sort of the nuances of presentation design. You don't have to be a designer, right? You just have to learn how to keep things simple and how to use visuals to your advantage and not just as a decorative kind of medium. So that's one. And I think if I could recommend a slide share to kind of look at, the very first slideshare that I saw was uh, this one by Jesse Desjardins. So I think he was the first one of the legendary guys to get on slideshare. And I saw his one and I was like, wow, I really need to get on the platform. So all you have to search is, uh, you suck at PowerPoint. That's the name of his uh, slideshare. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So this guy got really famous one time. So he got fired and then he got rehired because someone else saw his slideshare. So I mean, I've, I think I told like three or four different stories of people using slideshare and they've... Getting, been getting really weird and interesting results that are so unexpected that you wouldn't believe it, right? So this guy has been putting up Slideshares and his boss kind of saw it and he's like, you know, get out of my company because I don't want you going to this conference. I don't want you to put, be putting up Slideshares. And yeah, his boss was kind of a douchebag. But, you know, when it, he when it, when it came down to it, he managed to get so much uh, traction and so much traffic from Slideshare because of the kind of content that he put up. He managed to get a job as the head of uh, tourism in Australia, social media, Yeah. So I mean, stuff like that really just changes the landscape of how people are doing promotion, how people are promoting themselves and their businesses. So I think the platform is something that's very powerful if you know how to use it right. So I encourage people to at least try it out before they say it's not going to work for them. Uh, so if you're in a B2B space, you're selling services or if, if you're, even if you're selling a, a SaaS business, you know, I've seen a lot of SaaS businesses that have used, uh, startup, uh, uh, used uh, Slideshare very successfully, you know, just get on the platform, start creating content that is novel to your business and that will be relevant to your audience. And I think the rest will take care of itself.
1: I love it, Eugene. This has been a fantastic. What's the best way for people to find you online?
0: You know, you can go to our Slideshare page or you can visit the, my agency website, which I think might be in the social notes as well. It's called HiSpark.
1: Great. Okay. Well, Eugene, I mean, I think you've definitely given everybody and also me something to think about when it comes to using SlideShare as as an acquisition uh, type type of mechanism here. So Eugene, this has been great. Thanks for being on the show.
0: Thanks for having me.